Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. My name is Molly Diani. My name is Lisa Hawkins. I'm Adriana Latonio. And, and we, we are Pipeline Vocal Project. Project. And you are listening to the Theater Podcast with Alan Seals. Now slow it down for me, baby. Cause I love the way it feels when we cry. Yeah, our connection's so magnetic on the flower. Nothing can stop us tonight. Hey everyone, welcome to our brand new episode of the Theater Podcast with Alan Seals. That's me, I'm your host. And our episode today is with Lisa, Audrey, and Molly, three ladies who I had the pleasure of seeing perform uh, a little while ago. They make up the professional acapella group called Pipeline Vocal Project that uh, was kind of born out of a necessity to be the change they wanted to see in the world. They get into that, which is uh, an incredible story. And now, not even several years later, they are literally performing all over the world. They're teaching, they're, uh, they're doing cruise ships, they're doing their headlines festivals it's kind of insane the success they found just by doing what makes them happy so a quick shout out to all my patreon people of course your constant support is what helps keep the podcast going find me online instagram threads facebook tiktok all the places leave a rating leave a review wherever you're listening whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast tell your neighbor that you have a good podcast they need to listen to help spread the word help it grow now everybody please enjoy this episode with lisa audrey and molly aka pipeline vocal project this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups in breaking news Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And all that blowfish blow Under the sea Under the sea When the sergeant begin to Queen the music to me Oh my god, I'm so excited to nerd out in this episode. Our three guests make up an acapella trio called Pipeline Vocal Project, Alaska's first professional vocal trio composed of a lead bass and vocal percussion. This all-female group puts a unique twist on a well-known on well-known favorites from all eras, whether it's crossing decades or genres, or you know, even Disney, which we'll get into. They are invited to perform all over the world, resulting in the creation of a trail of Aka nerds and viral videos, myself included. The Aka nerd not the viral video part they just released their second full-length album titled silver which accompanies their debut album titled bronze i noticed a theme there adriana latonio molly dieni and lisa hawkins welcome to the theater podcast hello hello bronze silver uh your new album bronze uh or sorry new album silver first album was bronze obviously gold has got to be next but then what are you doing platinum and diamond is that do you have the plan the five the five album plan laid out I feel like the goal was just to get to gold, and we haven't really, you know. We're <laughs> so strong about a trilogy, but we'll keep our options open. Yeah. Well, the, after you get the trilogy, then you got to tap J.J. Abrams to, like, make it better and keep going past go. the trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Add a lot of yeah. lens flares. I like It'll be it. good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you're joining us from uh, from Alaska, um, from Anchorage. And um, for those who don't know, I was first exposed to you on the Disney Wonder when I was there. 
taking a cruise of my own. And then it got me thinking, like, it's just incredible how all of these groups come together and perform all over the world. And then was researching the group Pipeline Vocal Project. And I'm fascinated to dive into this. So I guess we'll start with the questions that probably you've been asked a million bazillion times. But where did the idea even come from? I think, Lisa, you started the group, right? So where did the idea even originate? Well, like everyone else, I think I got exposed to acapella in college and completely fell in love with it. And I was like, why isn't there um, a way to do this more professionally? Uh, So I started kind of auditioning for other groups. And so I worked for other groups for a while. And then, you know, life just kind of brought me back to Alaska eventually. And um, my hometown just did not have a whole lot of contemporary vocal music happening in the community. And I was doing some workshops here and there in schools to kind of try to, you know, cultivate that culture. But, you know, me doing workshops by myself is clearly just not enough. (laughs) It's too little, too slow. So, um, I thought, what better way to do it than to create a group of my own? And you know, I kind of I wanted it to be a, a group of women, and I wanted it to be small because I because of the nature of not having a whole lot of contemporary acapella culture here, I thought you know keeping it small would be um, the most realistic. And and I went to Facebook, and um, I knew Audrey from uh, we had the same voice coach when we were younger. And and so we knew of each other, but we had never spoken or, you know, really interacted much other than seeing each other compete in the same competition. So I reached out to her. She was she was on board. And then Facebook, I just kind of put out a PSA like here's I'm looking for singers um, needs this, this, this and this. And then people started tagging each other. And long story short, that's how I found Molly. Oh, interesting. All right. So. I thought you and Molly had had the same voice teacher, but you you and Adriana. Okay, so Molly, uh, interesting. All right, Molly. So then you're reached out to, you're tagged in a Facebook post, and you're like, oh, cool. This is totally gonna like shape my life. This is my future. Or you're like, fine, I'll show up and see what's going <laughs> on. Here. I mean, I don't think we knew fully how it was gonna go, but um, I was in Anchorage. I'd done acapella at the local university a little bit, um, and I've always been singing, you know, but um, vocal music, choir, that kind of thing. Um, and so then I was tagged in this, and I, I did. I sent in the silliest audition video ever. If I look <laughs> back, it's so cringe. But um, luckily, Lisa did her own research and saw that I could actually sing. And so then um, we met up the first time we all sang together was in a in a parking garage it was actually kind of sketch but <laughs> but um it it sounded amazing so we were like okay well let's let's see where this takes us and four years later here we are okay um so it's four years ago but so a- adriana um when lisa reached out obviously you knew of each other but lisa reached out did you again did you have one of these things where um where you thought it was something that was going to be serious or just kind of like a hobby thing because i mean we'll get into this but you literally all three of you are performing all over the world now yeah honestly i had no exposure to acapella uh prior to pipeline and so it was kind of like okay maybe i can test this out and it'll be more of like a hobby thing because i was still in school at the time um at the university so yeah at the time i was just like let's try it because it has to do with singing and that's basically all i know so so okay i was reading too about you you were a female top 10 in season 12 of american idol which yes a yielder i don't have okay this is this is me showing my age and my ignorance but i don't know what season we're in now so i don't know how long ago season 12 was <laughs> no. no season 12 was 2012 2013 Okay. Okay. So we're talking about 10 years ago, right? So you were, yeah. so you were in school doing, and then at some point idol, and then four years ago, you start with, with PVP pipeline vocal project. I'll just call it PVP because I love that. Um, you got the lingo. That's hey. right. See, I'm not as old as I thought I was. Uh, <laughs> PVP, right. And you're, you guys are going out there. And I, especially right now in the world of, um, well, I was going to say the age of social media, right? But uh, everyone can like just auto-tune their voice, and everyone can can pick up a computer and and or, uh, orchestrate a full song without knowing much about music theory or whatever the case is, right? So the three of you together are like 
let's do this at its rawest form because you're not auto-tuning. You're like legitimately are blending and singing some of the best like solo lines that, that I've heard sung live at a very long time, just putting that out there anyway. But uh, was there ever talk of like, maybe we should add a fourth member. Maybe we should add one <laughs> instrument. Maybe we should do something like that. I may, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Get in there. So the parking garage meetup we told you about earlier, that was the first time all three of us had like been in the same room or even like really introduced that, each other mm. to ourselves to each other and the first thing molly says to me or so we get through introductions hi i'm lisa blah blah blah, blah. she's like yeah so how about adding a fourth <laughs> i'm like we haven't even sang a single note yet like give me a chance here i just came in a little hot on that one <laughs> i didn't i didn't see the scope of the vision and i like the acapella group i was in in college was like 20 people or something right yeah. so I'm, I'm used to like such a bigger sound that i had i just didn't know how little i knew <laughs> about about how the professional acapella groups worked and and that three is uh is enough um so yeah it was yeah it, it's a funny story now <laughs> it's, it's funny at the time i like i felt strongly um with very little information <laughs> just lisa shut me down pretty quick she's like ah <laughs> Let's like sing a song or something before we decide that. <laughs> well, so then Lisa, when you're putting the group together, were you were you already into the percussion world anyway, the vocal percussion? Because that that's I'm a baritone slash percussionist, and and to find, um, yeah, to, I guess just to be good at it in the first place, but be like that's what I want to do professionally. And aside the fact that you could fucking sing anyway, right? Like all three of you <laughs> alone have amazing voices. Uh, and then Lisa add on the percussion part as well, but I guess, were you looking, were you looking for specifically like, uh, as Molly calls herself, the lady bass, right? Were you looking for the lady bass knowing that Adriana was a soprano or, or like, were you just kind of seeing what's out there and seeing who could sing and who wanted to do this? Yeah. I think I was kind of looking for who, who wanted to sing and who. Or sorry, who could sing and who wanted to do this? Um, I was looking for you know a, a wide vocal range because of the nature of just only being three. You know, each person kind of has to be diverse in in what they can do. Um, but something I, I don't always talk to talk about is that I actually didn't do any vocal percussion prior to to Pipeline. Really. I was, just yeah, I was just a singer that wanted to do acapella, but I also knew that if I wanted to create a group here in Anchorage, finding a vocal percussionist that was a woman, first of all, um, was the chances were slim to none. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to teach myself how to do this. So the first time I actually beatboxed in front of anybody was our first gig. (laughs) So, um, I, yeah, I just kind of like speed taught myself. I had, I had some, uh, friends in the acapella community that helped me out and kind of gave me some pointers, but yeah, that's, I guess that's a story I don't always share. That's really cool. And Highly respectable, too, because uh, I'm one of the same sort of ilk in that if I don't if it's not there and I want it, then like, why not just create it? And it's one of those things where (laughs) in hindsight, right, if you knew how hard it was, you wouldn't have done it. But (laughs) once you're in it, you got to continue. Right. 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 (laughs) And I I, I like it. I was always into rhythms more than I was pitches. So I think in the end, it kind of just worked out. What's up, my pitches? Okay. Uh, <laughs> now she's the one. She's... <laughs> um, well, then, how do you? How do the three of you like choose what to sing and how to and just how to arrange it in the first place? And I guess, well, I'll stop there first. But I want to get into the Disney side of it as well because obviously you want to sort of uh, with the. I saw you want a Disney cruise, and then you want to bring in some Disney music of which there is a plethora to choose from. But back to the original question: Then, how do you decide? what you're singing and then what kind of arrangement you're going to do with it. Well, I mean, I think picking music for acapella, like, like anything else, song choice is so much more important than people give it credit for. Absolutely. So, um, I think, I think part of, uh, what we were doing at the beginning was, um, testing a lot of different things and seeing what we liked and seeing what worked. Um, the first show was actually, um, a bit of a madhouse. So like, Basically, um, well, you should probably tell this one, actually. <laughs> okay. Well, we had only been a group for 
a, a month yeah. or so <laughs> at that point. And we really were just had a song that we used as kind of an exercise on how to blend our voices and how to learn to sing together. But Alaska just happened to be going through a budget crisis at that time that was really affecting the university here. Um, and they typically have a big acapella showcase where they bring in, you know, a big name headliner and, and, and it's a fun festival. Um, but they were not able to afford that this year. So I get a phone call uh, from like the event organizer at the university. I was like, hey, uh, I know we met a few few months ago. I knew you were starting an acapella group. Are you interested in headlining this festival? Um, do you have, right, <laughs> <Yeah>. absolutely. Golden <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> my, my idea was like, oh, I would love to headline that festival in like three to five years. Um, one month in, get the phone call. Um, and he was like, hey, do you have a 45-minute show? And then, again, mind you, our set at that point was like two minutes. <laughs> and I lied out my mouth and said, absolutely, we do. We will be there. <laughs> See you in six weeks. <laughs> and so at that point, I think we just were I, – I was, you know, phoning in favors from friends to help me out with arrangements. And I was arranging as much as I could. And we just kind of put a show together of, like, just what we could mm-hmm. it was it was more of like necessity more than like hey let's really comb through these song choices here um so that was like the first version of our show is but i mean a lot of those songs we still use like like you were good about the ones you picked anyway because like you saw some of those songs we did on that first show when you <laughs> saw us like That's true like yeah. they, they <laughs> some of them ended up on the album like mm-hmm. you know yeah she did that <laughs> Is there anything that that you uh, I won't say fight fight that's the right not is not the right word but like if you know uh, Adriana you bring up something like what if we do a Beyonce song and then Molly you're like mm, Beyonce's not right for this I mean do you ever have conflict over um, what to sing where or like I guess is there do you do voting by do you do you make decisions by voting is it all like is there a manager that works with you? Because I think you're all pretty, still pretty like scrappy and and uh, manage yourselves, which I think is so cool. Young, scrappy, and hungry. Yeah, That's right. I mean, <laughs> I think I think I think you're, it's not so cut and dry as voting or anything else. I think um, I think we've as far as what songs to sing where, it's a discussion. Um, I have kooky ideas. Which often are like not a fourth member. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I get a lot of uh, outlet for my silly, stupid ideas because we do Tuesdays, which is like a new song every Tuesday we upload, and then it's like it's like a minute or less, usually considerably less, and I get to do some silly stuff. And my favorite month is coming up, Halloween month. We get mm. to do all the silly, stupid things I've thought about all year. <laughs> which I'm really excited about. Um, But like, I think so different things for different places. If I wanted to do a Nickelodeon theme song in a country twist, (laughs) we're going to put it online. We're not going to put it in the set. (laughs) So so I think like there's a balance to it. Um, But yeah, I think, I think most of the song choices um, for the set are incredibly deliberate. Um, and, and we're looking for specific things based on, you know, what audiences like to hear, um, I think is, is, is paramount as it should be. And then, um, and then like what works for us, what, um, what sounds good with us. And then what also kind of, um, explores new things we want to do. Like, um, multilingual, uh, music is important to us. It's Mm. part of what we're passionate about. And so that's definitely, um, coming up more in this next album, um, and more in our shows. Uh, so that's something that I think we're adding to as we, as we grow. That's so cool. Hang on, everybody. We're just going to take a quick break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, now we're back. Okay, so tell me that at least if you haven't done this already, that the Doug theme song is on your radar. Do you remember Doug, Doug, Doug from Nickelodeon? Hey, gosh, that's been a minute. No, I have. Right? It's not on the radar, but now it is. How does it go? Oh yeah! Remember all that? Hey, you got the. Yeah, yeah. You got to do Doug. Please, please. I want to share the crap out of that once you do Doug. I'll put it on the list. We'll tag you. Because only thirty seconds. You got to do that. Oh, what else was I going to ask you? Uh, the uh, oh oh. So when you're choosing what to put where, um, so I saw you on the on the Disney Wonder in Alaska. We did I did Disney Cruise, and um, obviously there were some Disney scene, uh, Disney theme songs in in your set as well. And is that one of those things where you already had the music prepared and that was part of the audition? Was it audition for Disney? Like Disney to me seems like this black box that like no one can crack. And now you've cracked it. And so how did you get in there? And then you're like, all right, we got, we got all this. We'll, we'll do part of your world. We'll do under the sea. We got you. <laughs> we, we had some of the Disney stuff already. Cause I think the nature of being an acapella group, you kind of have to throw in some Disney songs in there. Cause just as a people pleaser, they love, the audiences love to hear it. So we had like, everybody wants to be a cat in there um, already. We've already had some like short um you know dream is a wish your heart makes like that kind of stuff that we that we still perform on stage um often but i think in terms of how we got in with disney was really just me shooting my shot on linkedin and um someone just kind of pointing me in the right direction and i got i got an email and they were looking for it was kind of just right out of the tailgate of COVID. So I don't think, you know, those audition like emails were flowing in like that. People weren't, the cruise industry was still just coming back to life. Right. And, and so it was just, I think the timing was right. That's, that is cool. And I've heard from others too, that they treat LinkedIn like a social media network. And I guess it is in social media network for older people people i guess i don't know <laughs> what i need to get on yeah, I, like, like a I'm social not... media networking network <laughs> there you go yeah. yeah i need to i need to put that out there i'll i'll start using it all right i've said this before all right all right listeners you're hearing it now i'm gonna be on linkedin more <laughs> whatever <laughs> anyway um but you also i guess the three of you also are um oh you mentioned multilingual uh because th- you all speak f- there's four languages spoken between the three of you is that right mm-hmm. so what i'm really what dragging you... us down i'll be honest <laughs> What, do you, what all do you speak? <laughs> I speak Tagalog and un poquito Espanol. I speak Japanese. I got one. It took me years. It was English. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Thank Ooh. you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> That's so cool. We make uh, fun of me in the set about it, so well, you feels could, fair. You, you could do all lingo. <laughs> you got a lot of time on the ships, right? You, exactly. You could learn. Uh, yeah. what, did you, what would you want to learn if you could learn? Like wave a wand. Oh, gosh. And, you had one language you could learn instantly via the matrix. Just jack in the back. What would you do? Instantly? Yeah. Gosh. Vietnamese. Oddly specific. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I really, so I went to Vietnam this year and I thought it was amazing. The language is so fun sounding. Really? Like it's a, it's a tonal language, right? Yeah. So words that are spelled exactly the same with different tones have so many different meanings and it seems in- intricate and if i don't have to like study and i just learn things instantly hell yeah 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 <laughs> Th- thai is the same way i have i had a job where so i had to go to thailand cool. once it was exact same you're right um yeah one one was like a street name the other was like the biggest cuss word and that you could if you get right. the street like, yeah. and it's just if you're going uh or eh. yeah. i love that i think yep. it's so cool yeah that is, that's actually a really interesting way to look at it i guess looking at it i look at it as hard and you look at it as cool so that's the difference there which is <laughs> which is which is interesting well, i'm having the wish option right right no i thought you would Pretty say something useful. like italian or you know like spanish is useful in the states very very often um, spanish is more useful um we can't add it as a fifth language though we can't brag about it because audrey already knows it so I fix <laughs> times two she claimed it so i have to pick a different one <laughs> well i 
<laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, <laughs> let's see. So aside from aside from the concerts and um, well, okay, I was gonna, I, I won't I won't skip over this because you went from uh, singing in a parking garage and telling Molly you can't have a fourth member. A month later, you get the call. And then, so five months after that, you're headlining this festival. And is that what sort of kicked off this international thing? Because, like, cyber-stalking all of you on social for a hot minute, like, it looks like you've literally been all over the world performing and singing and been on multiple cruise ships and all over the place. And this is, like, I thought you had been together a lot longer given the success you've already had. So this has just been, like, up and up every day. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a, a, in the grand scheme of things, a pretty fast journey, I think. And all, in a way, almost thanks to COVID. Like, I don't know if I can, kind of though, because we turned it into a positive. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We had that gig and, and at the end of 2019. And of course, COVID hit and everything was shut down. We took to online, but we found some success online. And I think that's kind of what... Um, propelled or continued um, our growth exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and like, it's not, it wasn't without some, some downsides. We had a really amazing opportunity um, that we were going to go audition for American music abroad. We were a finalist and um, we were going to go to LA and do the whole final audition. We were very green at the time. Um, We'd been together, what, like a year? Not even, not even a year. So um, (laughs) that, got canceled and ended up going virtual and would have been a virtual opportunity. But um, we kept auditioning for it. Um, we kept doing it the next year and the next year, and it ended up getting in uh, when we were ready for it. So it ended up being a good thing because at the time, I think we wouldn't have made it because no. <laughs> those trips are um, incredible and you learn so much, but it's very it's demanding because um, you just have to be really um have a lot of like strength of spirit with yourself and a lot of fortitude. Um, so I think it ended up happening when it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's very and cool. Go ahead. We auditioned three times and didn't get in until the third time. Mm-hmm. So 2022 was the first time we really got in. And 2022, 2023 was when we started traveling. Mm-hmm. Twenty. Th- Wait, that's this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. That's not. Vi- yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we about did. What we did in. one trip in 21 at the to end. California. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it's been it's been the last two years. That's so cool. And you're just turning this love and this passion into into a job. And there therefore, in, in you know, as much as I can say this uh, through my own experience, it seems less like a job because you're enjoying what you're doing, and you get to see all these great things and my god like the the mental state the mental health of performers i would imagine in alaska versus new york i don't know man like coming back i'm in brooklyn right i'm in new york city and coming back from alaska it's my first trip where i where i saw the three of you was my first trip to alaska ever and i want to move there and i think it's the most beautiful place i've ever seen and join us (laughs) (laughs) you won't take a fourth member i can't join you Um, (laughs) And, uh, and plus I'm a dude and, um, <laughs> but no, God, just, I remember there was something on your TikTok where you're like, look, it's, it's two in the morning and the sun's still up. Yay. Like there's something magical about living there. And I guess ha- were the three of you, we're going to get into childhood in a second. Cause I want to know where this love of singing and performing came from, but, um, have the three of you always been in the Alaska area? And so it was like the nature the everything, the, the endless nights and the endless days is all, just it's your normal which to the rest of us seems so exotic but that's your normal that's you've always been there yes all three of us were born and raised um and i feel like there are definitely some you know there are definitely some um things that are good about the midnight sun but then in the winter time we do get like less sunlight as well so yeah i feel like the summer times balance out our vitamin d deficiency in the winter time (laughs) But it, it is something that we've grown up with and kind of adapted to. So yeah, I, I my kids, I mean, all they know is the urban life too. So when they go out and we're in the we're in like you know suburban just normal road with trees, they're like, are there wolves? Are there bears? Are there, <laughs> are there, is there everything? So it's yeah. I grew up in North Carolina, so I got a, li- a be- best of both worlds, I think, a little bit. But yeah, like it's just absolutely freaking beautiful. But okay, so going back to the childhood stuff. 
Um, I guess, uh, so Adriana, let's just start with you, right? Where did the love for performing, the love for singing, the, the need to express yourself through this? And I, I do call it a need because if you're doing this professionally, as hard as it is to, to live in the world of art and entertainment, you have to love it. So where did, this, sure. where did this need come from? Yeah, I mean, when I was little, I I feel like that was like the first thing that really captivated me is using my voice. My parents said that when I was a baby, I cried really freaking loud and, you know, it pierced the ears and stuff. Um, so I feel like it's always just been kind of my normal to be like vocal about things. Um, and on top of that, with you know, growing up in Alaska, we don't really have that type of um, community here. And so I think that when I started getting more involved in performing arts in high school, um, I started to start thinking about, oh, maybe I should move out of Alaska and whatnot. Um, and so when I was in college, when Lisa reached out to me, that was kind of the perfect opportunity for me to use singing in a way where it could be a professional sort of, um, you know, it could be a profession. And then on top of that, do whatever I wanted to do in college. When I first got into college, I tried um, business computer information systems because it was a two-year <laughs> program. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll make hella bank and it'll be a quick little thing. When I did one semester of that, I was like, hell no, this is not going to work. You just, you can't go to school for something I mean, you can, right? But I feel like it's harder for you to want to learn and get through that learning process if it's something that you're not super passionate about. Um, so I told my parents, I'm switching to music. Um, and then, you know, COVID hit. I didn't have a senior recital, um, mm. but Lisa reached out. And then since then, we just really used that opportunity with COVID to hone in on what we can do better together as a group and what we could do better as individuals. So I, I really thank Pipeline and these two lovely ladies for helping me, you know, continue to push forward and grow and realize like my full potential. So were you in school for vocal performance or in a different type of music? Yeah, I yeah. did vocal performance. And then uh, any any love for musical theater in there? Absolutely. My musical theater love started in high school when I did Little Shop of Horrors. Ooh, you got to come see the current produ production. You're going to come through New York? Is the group coming through New York anytime soon? Sure, we want to. <laughs> Listen, I, I think the wonder, the Disney wonder is going to be here at the end of October. If you can get on that, just saying. I mean... <laughs> Say less. We'll just hop on. <laughs> isn't, isn't that how it works? You're just like, I want these ships and this is where we Unfortunately, go? Unfortunately, it's not like a library card, but <laughs> <laughs> if we can, we'll make it out there. All right, Molly. So then um, when you came, I guess, yeah. So what's your history uh, performing and singing and, and getting just as damn good as you are? I think um, similar to Audrey, like since forever. You know, it's been it's it's been a bit of a non uh, a no brainer. There's like cassette tape recordings of me and my sister singing, and one of them doesn't want to, so I come back for a second song when there's not <laughs> that much room on the tape, and like you know that kind of thing. Um, my parents put me in um, in a choir um, type thing that I was in for like a decade, and private voice lessons, the whole shebang, you know, as you do growing up. But um, yeah, I mean, I kind of felt like in college, I didn't want to do music um, for for college. It just, I had other interests also. And um, I kind of felt like it was almost like the end of the road as far as keeping it as prevalent as it had been in my life at the time. And then, ding, got a little Facebook message <laughs> and here we are back. And um, and yeah, I, I couldn't be more, more happy that it is as central as it is and uh, yeah. What would you yeah, have done if uh, if Lisa hadn't reached out? What do you think you'd be doing? Um, at the time, <laughs> she had no idea what she wanted to do. But um, I think if I wasn't doing this, I would probably my my degree I had been pursuing was in journalism. Um, but I think if if I were to go back, it'd, it'd be psychology, Ooh. something like that. I'd be I'd be a great therapist. I'm she not would. gonna lie. I got a psych minor. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. it's all that intuitive 
stuff that also, you know, takes a lot of uh, having to do with art as well. Like those two go hand in hand. I agree with that, actually. I, I've never had anybody say that before. But once you said that, I, I completely agree that there is a lot of um, a lot of overlap, especially because being a good friend, being a good therapist, being a good actor is all listening, active listening, being present. And that's really hard for a lot of people, especially when you're just like staring at your device half the time, right? And especially I think like a lot of of, um, of music is kind of trying to put into words things that don't necessarily make sense. Yes. And that's so much having to do with, um, with, you know, psychology and feelings. Of course, there is a biological side to it. But outside of that, there's a lot of stuff that's harder to explain and harder to put into words, but are all human experiences. And those those work together. All right. I lo- that's perfect. All right, Lisa, um, <laughs> you have this need, this waking up passion every morning to sing without instruments. So much so <laughs> that you call up your friends and you're like, we got to do this as a group. We got to make money and be- make it a job. Where did that start? Um, you know, I've always, before I even understood the concept of acapella, when I was you know, taking lessons as a kid, I was, I would always imagine like how cool it'd be if we could have a whole band, but it was just voices. Uh, that was like before I even understood that concept. And then I went to college and discovered acapella. It was also around the time that acapella was really becoming more mainstream. Like the sing-off had just aired, Pitch Perfect was coming out. Like it was just kind of the timing of it all. Um, it was starting to boom. And I fell in love with it in college and I wanted to keep doing it um, on a professional level. I would, you know, travel to different camps and festivals to like try to absorb as much knowledge as I could. Um, and then out of college, I auditioned for a group called Cape Harmony. And so I moved to Cape Cod for a season and um, was touring over there and was singing with uh, a group of ladies there. And then I uh, worked at a acapella production company called, well, Acapella Productions. <laughs> and that was based in Buffalo, New York. And I was working there for about a year. And just kind of throughout that time, I absorbed so much knowledge. I mean, I was in a couple of groups in between that time too. But just kind of seeing how different groups work, how different leadership works, what doesn't work. Um, and then having found myself coming back to Alaska, just life kind of life circumstances brought me back home. And um, I was with all that knowledge, I was like, I feel like I could I could create a successful group now having all of these different um, examples, I guess, to work with. So, yeah, that's kind of where my uh, pre pipeline career had started. And it's just the more I did it, the more it fueled my my desire to do this as as a professional not only because I loved it but also because I felt there was a need for it in the community not just in Alaska but in the acapella community as a whole it's so uh, full of all male groups yes and even if it is a co-ed group it tends to be one or two females in the group out of like five or six so um, there really wasn't I felt a, a female group out there doing it on the same level that all male groups were and I kind of wanted to be the change I wanted to see I guess yes yes uh, all, all the snaps right I know uh, right I was right? gonna snap <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah hang on everybody we're just gonna take a quick break hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, now we're back. Uh, it's so incredible. And that's, that's part of why... I, I think um, I was just attracted to the group as a whole when I first saw you. That um, when I when I first on the ship, I was like, "Oh, what's going on tonight? Oh, acapella group. Okay, sweet. I'm gonna go just because it's acapella." And then when I started reading about you about PVP, it's like, "Oh, it's you know local and all women, and they're singing all this great stuff." And it, it was just it made so much sense. And I'm so glad that uh, especially so many young people, so many children, especially on these ships, right, are seeing 
this example of something that they might not ever get to see in any other situation. So again, many, many snaps and many uh, thank yous as a parent for, um, get, for leading by example. So I think it's really, really admirable. And I think something to note too that we've noticed in those like meet and greet moments after the show is a lot, most of the kids, I would say 70 to 80% of the kids that come up to us are girls. And that feels really, really Mm -hmm. nice too. That's cool. Have you gotten any like unusual or just uh, not unusual, but any feedback or comments from parents that stand out with you over the over the couple of years? Because because yeah, like f- listeners. Uh, uh, so after the show, I think I think all Disney shows do this or whatnot. But like you're you stand outside the theater, and it's a huge theater. It's like probably a thousand seat theater, right? That in the front of the yeah, ship. Yeah, something like that. And so you stand outside the theater and just meet everybody, meet and greet coming out. And um, so yeah, the feedback. It's kind of like a ship version of stage dooring so right <laughs> right so at the stage door we'll call it is there any what stands out to you like as a as an, a, an incredible moment that you've had so far i feel like for me the cute ones are when the parents come out and they like are pushing their kid forward because they're shy and the kid's like i sing too and they're like, <laughs> yeah she wants to be a singer when she grows up and it's just really awesome to feel that because we were those kids, you know, a few years ago. Or not a few, but a lot of years ago. And just to, you know, spark that kind of initial interest in something and make them see that women can do it too, boo. Like, that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And so in addition to the performing, which I guess, well, before I ask my next question, the performing stuff, uh, how often are you are you traveling these days? Like, what's your typical week look like? Because... Uh, like my my cruise was seven days. Were, funny. were you on? The, it was what? I was typical week is a, is not a real thing right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, what's your what's your? I guess what has the typical month then been since twenty twenty three when you started all the traveling? Oh, um, it comes and goes. I mean, I think this this summer we haven't been home more than two weeks since. March (laughs) like it's been pretty pretty on the go and then um being week on week off on the ship is um is obviously a a more consistent thing but um that's coming to an end and then um like this this winter is different and then the spring is looks different than winter and it looks different than summer it's very you know you just have to be really flexible and that's that's what we signed up for is the is the most of your time right now going to ships or is it uh, on land kind of concerts and festivals and stuff <laughs> the summer has been almost all ships since um june to now um we had a big tour in may that we were in the middle east and central asia um, and then like in March, we were in Hong Kong, but like, so it, it really, it really differs depending on the season. So summer season's great for, for cruise stuff. This winter actually is looking like pretty sparse right now. We don't know what the winter is going to look like. So after, after that cruise season ends, we have like a festival here and there, but mostly, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of up in the air what the next few months are going to look like. Do you, uh, are you involved with any college, any college festivals or, or anything like that? I mean, do you, co- is, is there even still much of a college acapella scene? I've been so far removed from it that I don't even know. Like I, I still know who my favorites are from, you know, my own time 20 years ago, but, uh, who are they? the, the hullabahoos, do you know the, uh-huh. the hullabahoos, you got to look up the hullabahoos. Okay. Very, very good. Do they do a dog cover? No, they don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've, ne- I've never heard anyone do a dog cover, so that's why you have to do but it. That's why we need it. Yep. That's why we need it. <laughs> yes, you have to do that. Um, okay, so the concerts and um, and the travel and whatnot, and you also, uh, you can be, you do workshops and teaching and jingle writing? Question mark? <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> we do. So what what's what are the workshops? How can we uh, book the time for the workshops? Pipelinevocalproject.com for everybody <laughs> listening. But <laughs> shameless plug. But no, um, the workshops, um, we we have a couple workshops that we have done um, different places. I think it, it depends. Um, we've done 
some of them having to do with schools and then some of them having to do with these um, these longer tours that we're going on. Um, we work with the State Department and um, and so often those are cultural exchange type trips. So there is a fair amount of performing, but I would say equal if not more is the workshops working with um, usually young people um, or sometimes even educators on how we do what we do, which um, with these workshops uh, on those trips, it's really, it's really I think, uh, beneficial because um, we're going to more remote places where um, access is different. And so doing something where you have everything you need pre-programmed in as far as a voice is concerned, like the rest of it um, can be taught. And, and that's why we're there. That's why we, we wanna go on these types of trips. Oh, I didn't realize that it was through the State Department. That's actually, Really important kind of stuff because you're you're acting as a representative of, you know, Alaska and and whatnot to try to um, and teaching teaching people how to sing and and perform. Um, do you find do you find that you're working with people that are helping that are using singing and performing to like work through anxiety and work through any sort of difficulties they're having in their personal lives? Because I know there there's so many people who turn to performing in general as a as a means of of therapy almost. I'm sure that's true. I don't think we've gotten to the to the point where we've asked. A lot of the times these workshops are kind of, we're, we're on such a limited clock. It's like mm -hmm. an hour or two at most. Um, and then we're, we're off. And also, again, these workshops, there's oftentimes a language barrier and there's mm -hmm. a translator who is who is translating what we are saying in Uzbek or Tajik or whatever mm -hmm. country that we're in. And so sometimes we don't get to get as deep as we would if, you know, we were all speaking the same language. But I think what we, what we see in common is that people are always surprised at what all the voice can do. Mm -hmm. um, and they're, they're surprised at how, how diverse and versatile it is, mm -hmm. is yeah. the right word, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, the skilled That's voice actors alone i mean singing singing aside but people who are skilled at at like voice actors get all the work uh, there's like there's like a handful of voice actors that do all the work because they're just trained to use their voice in a way that uh, nobody else has the the practice to be able to do it's not that people can't they just got to try right right so do you mm -hmm. find when you're doing your workshops and when you're doing teaching and whatnot are you um are you is it more of like the you know half of you say boots and half of you say cats and then now we're gonna beatbox right or is it more of um like a, a group lesson uh, a vocal technique it depends Both? Yeah. Both? yeah it depends we so like for example one of the one of the workshops we did was at a, a music school in Uzbekistan and Audrey ends up taking it to a, like a master class type thing, which was amazing because they had clearly like a star student that they were really excited to show us and so they have <laughs> her come up and then it ends up being vocal technique. But in other places, it's um, it's more simple than that. And and I think we, we're adaptable to what, what people are looking for. Like uh, when we did, <laughs> when we did a, um, a workshop that was all educators, it was so much slower because everybody was like, no, 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 you have this to say. And it was so funny because it's so it's teaching teachers is like herding cats, which was super funny. Um, but like, um, I think you just you adapt to what people are interested in and uh, different skill levels. That's really cool. I, I love that. And yes, doctors make the worst patients. Teachers make the worst. Students. <laughs> yeah, totally. absolutely. Um, I want to play uh, uh, switch gears a little bit and play a little uh, our version of the newlywed game to see uh, if, <gasps> if you all. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so all... excited. <laughs> We've been saying other. this would be so fun. Oh, really? OK, OK, OK. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, well, let me let me get something down and I'll. I'll keep score then so you can win bragging rights uh, okay uh question number i don't know how many keep score question number one then uh who is more likely to forget about doing the laundry <laughs> i have so much laundry to do before we leave tomorrow <laughs> all right uh who is most likely to fall asleep during a movie Molly, <laughs> Molly, Molly. That's also a, it's just a thing that happens. It's so uncanny how fast I you know. can fall asleep anywhere. We should start making like a, a slideshow. Yes. So I used to work, I used to work as a baker, a professional baker where I was getting up at three in the morning Ugh. to go to work. So it's, it was a survival technique for goodness sake. 
Mm-hmm. What? We got secrets They're going whispering on. whispering about I know, me they got secrets here. going we're on. Like, yeah, we were just saying that would be a great TikTok of a slideshow of you just, just falling great. asleep anywhere. <laughs> so I got that to look forward to. Yep, yep. And you gotta, you gotta like sing a song about napping or something and then set it oh, to that. Yeah. Uh, Wheels are turning. Okay. Eric Whitaker asleep. Let's do that. So oh, I, have a, I have a feeling this is gonna be the same answer, but who's more likely to be late for appointments? Molly. Oh, well. Uh-oh. Sometimes Audrey. Yeah? Okay. I was I'm still been, likely to be Molly. I've been so good. You have, she has been good. Been She's made better. progress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so maybe, maybe this one. All right. Who is likely, who's more likely to start singing in public? Molly! <laughs> I live life to the fullest. I love it. I love it. Uh, it was raining on the boat the other day, and... Audrey and I started singing at the top of our lungs, um, Natasha no Bedingfield. <laughs> uh, who is more likely to crack silly jokes in serious situations? Ooh, it's a tie between you and me, I think. Yeah. I think silly jokes, that's all you. Me? Uh, mine are like dark. You're right. <laughs> Probably me. That's She's a pun queen. She's a yeah. pun queen. Oh, I, I feel like she pun. always has the dad jokes. Listen, <laughs> Mom- she laughs at herself like. <laughs> no one thinks Lisa's jokes are funnier than Lisa. <laughs> I will Text me your jokes, Lisa, because I love a good dad joke. <laughs> oh my gosh, I will. Yes. Exchange. Yes. Uh, I just constantly think I'm so glad I have me. <laughs> <laughs> I get told all the time, nobody thinks you're as funny as you do, Alan. Like, right. uh, I'm like yeah, I, I know, yeah. and but that is, that only encourages me because I want to <laughs> crack people up even that much less. I don't know. All right, last <laughs> question then in our newlywed game: um, Who's more likely to make silly faces in photos? Audrey, <laughs> Audrey, without a doubt. Her I have faces. so much blackmail. Oh, <laughs> oh. Jesus. kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Wait till her birthday; it'll all go up online. <laughs> But there you go. That's see. There's your. There's payback for the TikTok they're going to give you of falling asleep every yeah. day. <laughs> so so I don't know who won. You all agreed on everything pretty much. But we all won. But Molly got the most answers, so I guess she has bragging rights yeah, of I'm being forgetful. <laughs> sleepy. <laughs> sleepy. Forgetful. Sleepy. Late. And the singer. <laughs> And then public yes. singer. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay. You're catch. <laughs> <laughs> You're the winner. Stop. There's one, there's one TikTok I was watching that you did. Uh, it was like the red flags video. One of them was like, eats, <laughs> eats fruit. Like, I eat fruit, so that's... Or, or, yeah, you eat fruit, so that's a red flag. I'm like, no, that's not... That's weird, but that was a funny video. That's green. Yeah, right? Right? It's good. All right. So I do have three standard closing questions I ask everyone to wrap up the episodes. And so we'll just go, we'll go one by one and just real quick, whatever comes to mind first. We'll start with Audrey. We'll start with you with the first one. Just what motivates you? I feel like what motivates me, well, I think what is most important to me as far as being brought to this world is leaving a mark on people, whether that's inspiring them, whether that's helping them, whether that's making them feel better if they're having a bad day, um, is just leaving an imprint on people. And I think that um, singing is a great way of being able to do that for people. All right, Molly. Oh, um, what inspires me? Yeah. in terms of in terms of this and I think everything else is um, making making the best stuff I can. I think whatever whatever however A to B happens is kind of unimportant, but like just making good shit. Making good shit. You get that tattooed on your butt. Mm-hmm. I like that. Simple girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Lisa. What motivates you? Um. I think what motivates me is creating a platform for the things that I care about. And um, if there is not an opportunity for that, creating it, kind of like what motivated me to create this type of group in particular. Um, Yeah, like putting putting those things I care about on the map so more people are aware or seeing them and I can create joy through those things. Love it. All right. Um, Adriana, I know I've been calling you Audrey. Were they calling you Audrey? Do you go by both names or did I just, did I just fuck up your name? 
No beer, all good. Everybody fucks it up. It's so funny. But it's a, it's Adriana, so I can go back and dub in Adriana, not Audrey. I'm sorry. I just I was no, like, wait, no. I either way. Wait, but that's either not. Way. But I that's not with Adriana for two years. But wait, that's not your real name, though, right? Like you, you go by Adriana. There was I remember something when you introduced yourself. You're like it's I, Audrey. It, You're right. It is Audrey. <laughs> so what? my real name is Adriana. Audrey is like a stage name. Okay. Okay. Right. Because I knew. Okay. Cool. Nickname. So, nickname. All right. So I won't go there. I was like, Adriana's not hard to say, but I thought there was something harder to say. Okay. Anyway. I mean, Molly just called her Ad. So. <laughs> Ad. Ad is a nickname. Ad. Yeah. Addie. <laughs> um, okay. So we'll go back to. Okay. We'll start with Lisa on this one. What advice would you give to your younger self and younger people listening now, starting out down a similar path? Oh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be cheesy in nature because that's who I am. So uh, the younger me would have wanted to hear something cheesy and inspirational. Um, like the whole, if you can dream it, you can do it. There's, I really do think that's true. If you, if there's, if you have a will, there's a way. Um, as, as, as long as you're insane enough to do it, you can. There you go. Molly. Um, I think my younger self would have wanted to to know that ev- like the universe is unfolding as it should and like you're where you're supposed to be and 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 it's going to it's going to work out. I like that. There's a there's a deeper story there. <laughs> there's a deeper story there. That's a whole other episode. We'll, we can we can do part 2 sometime. <laughs> All right, Audrey. Hmm, younger self. Well, <laughs> spill the um, beans. I feel like I would tell my younger self to do more things that make me scared. Ooh. Because Ooh, when you are doing things that make you scared, you are not only getting over that fear, you're pushing yourself to grow. Yes. I've heard that a lot on this podcast relating to that question is if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, who do we, who haven't we started with Lisa, right? You, you or no, Molly. Uh, Molly. Molly. Okay. Molly. Hardest question now. Last one. If you could only Ready. see one show for the rest of your life, you can see it as many times as you want. What would you see? <sighs> show is how do we define show you you define it as you define it as you want i leave this open-ended and hard i'm a big show girl um (laughs) one show one show that's it you're a deserted island you have power flea bag (laughs) i've seen it so many times and it's still excellent all right fair that works okay (laughs) lisa what's your answer like TV show or like theater show? Whatever you show. Oh my god. Okay. She's really stressed about this. This isn't real. This is only hypothetical. I have so many different categories in my mind, but I think (laughs) I did watch this show like this as the only show that I watched for like three years. So I feel like I can confidently say how I met your mother. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Audrey. You're, you've had so much time to think about it. I know. Um, all right. Is it helpful to narrow it down to a, to a musical theater category? Sure. Okay. Okay. I would I would say Little Shop of Horrors because it's nostalgic for me and there's good music. Yeah. It was a touchstone. Touchstone for a lot of people. Mine was My answer is Rent because that was the show that made me realize that that style of singing belonged on that medium of stage right i was like oh it fits it fits so of course pipelinevocalproject.com where else can we find the three of you on the social medias you can find us on instagram facebook tiktok all at pipeline vocal project noise and then from there you're linked linked out to your personal accounts too um which is out Mm -hmm. there as well i'm at the theaterpodcast.com i'm on threads Instagram, Facebook at theater Woo. underscore podcast and pipeline vocal project PVP. Thank thank you so much. The three of you have been such a delight to chat with. And if you can just, you know, play your play your use your library card, get on the wonder, come here come here to New York. 
in at the end of October when I know it's going to be here because we're already looking at that cruise. Uh, then, <laughs> then you know, let me know. Let's let, let's hang out. Okay. And... Well, when you move to Alaska, you let us know. Yeah, hit us up on threads. <laughs> <laughs> I come visit again. I will definitely come visit. All right. Thank you yeah. all so much. Thank, thank you for you. having us. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.